Welcome to Real Success with Steve Dennis. You are now tuned in to another episode of Real Success. This is the podcast where we share inspiring stories based on relationships, encouragement, attitude, and the leading of self. We're so glad you can join us. And now, here's your host, Steve Dennis. Well, welcome everyone to Real Success with Steve Dennis, and I am so glad that you're here with me today to tune in to another episode of Real Success with Steve Dennis. Thank you so much for lending me your ear and your time and your attention to this particular episode. I'm extremely excited about it. As I've shared with you, I'm taking the word real with my podcast and I'm, I'm breaking the word real down as an acronym. The R stands for relationship, the E encouragement. The A is your attitude. And of course, the L, the leading of self leadership. Okay. And so today I'm excited because I want to share with you some thoughts on expanding my leadership, expanding my leadership. Now let's get started with this. Okay. So here's what I know that, um, you know, what you and I focus on the longest becomes the strongest in our lives. I just love that statement, okay? Been saying it now for years. What we focus on the longest becomes the strongest in our lives. And so on top of that, what you focus on expands. And so today's episode is to challenge you and I of finding some ways, some concepts and some principles of how we can focus more on our leadership so that our leadership will expand. I believe this, honestly now, um, there's some nuggets I'm going to share in this episode that if you really take heed and really jot down some notes or type your notes in and read over these notes over and over again, that literally within the next six months, your leadership level can go 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 through a serious process of change. In other words, I dare say that your leadership level could actually transform if you will embrace and apply some of the things we're going to be talking about today, okay? So again, expanding my leadership. Let's get started. So I believe this, that leaders are like pioneers, okay? Uh, James Cosner and, 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 and Barry Posner wrote a book called The Leadership Challenge. And in that book, there's a quote that they say, that they actually mention that leaders are pioneers, people who are willing to step out into the unknown. They are people who are willing to take risk, to innovate and experiment in order to find new and better ways of doing things. I just love that quote by Kazi and, and Posner because, again, it's a reminder for all of us that in leading ourselves well and expanding our leadership, it's important to look for new ways, look, you know, look for look for ways to do things in a better way. In other words, to find new and better ways of doing things. And and again, if you're a parent. A grandparent, an aunt, an uncle, a surrogate father, a surrogate mother. You are a leader. You are an influencer. I dare say if you're a young person that's listened to me, and I thank you so much if you are, but do keep this in mind that you are, le- that you are a leader as well because leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. 
And I'm talking to you today about just the importance of finding some ways. And again, I'm going to share some things with you that will help to expand your leadership. Okay, so I just love it. It's exciting for me because, you know, I love talking about leadership because I, I like I like I like basically breaking it down to some of its most the more simpler definitions and concepts about leadership. Okay, let me share this quote with you from J.R. Miller. Um, he said he said this. There have been meetings of only a moment which have left impressions for life, for eternity. And no one can understand that mysterious thing we call influence. Yet, every one of us continually exerts influence either to heal, to bless, to leave marks of beauty, or to wound, to hurt, to poison, to stain the lives of others. And, and, and again, this is so befitting as we're talking about expanding our leadership because, you know, the challenge is very simply this. You know, I know for me, I want to make sure that my influence, that mysterious thing we call influence, I want to make sure I'm exerting my influence to heal, to bless, to leave marks of beauty and not to have influence and not to be a leader to wound, to hurt, to poison, or to stain the lives of others. You know, at the time of this recording, I'm so, so grateful. Um, I have three adult children. And um, oftentimes, not all the time, but oftentimes when we're having dinner or, you know, having a, uh, you know, they come over to the house normally when we're having a holiday. Don't tell them I told you this, but their main reason for wanting to come is to eat (laughs) and to hang out. I get it. But here's, here's what I know. Oftentimes, I will ask the questions as far as I want to do. I, I, I kind of want to do a survey to find out how well did your mom and I do as parents while we were raising you guys. And, and again, it's important for me. And I love, I love, love, love that most of the time the report that I get back from my adult kids is very simply this, that mom and dad, you guys, um, you, you brought healing to our lives and you you blessed us. And um there's some marks of beauty that you've left on our lives that will live for the rest of our lives, that we'll carry for the rest of our lives. In other words, it was very important to me as a parent, a, in other words, as a leader, to make sure that I did not exert my influence to wound, to hurt, to poison, or to stain the lives of my, my following, my children. And, and you can make this applicable in any area or aspect of your life based on where you are and how you are leading even currently now. Okay. And so again, just, I thought that would really be a a, a big help to you as well and add some value to you as we're talking again about expanding my leadership. You know, there's another course that I teach on, when I show, uh, you know, I teach it basically to upper, upper level management where I'm sharing with them a portrait of picking good leaders. Okay. Uh, I've titled it a portrait of picking good leaders. And I I won't go through all of them with you, but I want to share a couple of them with you real quick. Okay. So in other words, you know, what does a good leader look like? Okay. And so, uh, you know, and again, I won't give you all of them, just a couple of them right quick. Um, You know, so when you're picking, you know, with the portrait of picking a good leader, um, you know, 
when you're looking at someone that you want to, that you want to make a leader, that you want to pick and, and put them in a leadership position, the question is, does anybody else listen to them? That, that would be one of the things, one of the principles to go along with that portrait. Um, another one would be, do others respect them? Okay, you know, as well as I do, you, you really don't want to have um, a personal leadership position that others don't respect. Okay, uh, another one is very simply this. Um, do, uh, can, can, can they create or can they catch a vision? Okay, that's a big one. Okay, can they create a vision or can they catch a vision? Are they good at catching a vision? And then and the main one I want to really give you today as I, um, again, share with you some principles and concepts on expanding your leadership. Are they emotionally strong? And, and this is where I want to kind of lay my hat at today, okay, with this part on this podcast. I want to really lay my hat on this particular point or this principle. Are they emotionally strong? Okay, so now, I'm, you know, I'm from the old school, you know, and um, I grew up watching, uh, you know, I had an old, older father, and so it was common for us to watch on Saturdays, um, you know, Western TV shows, you know, Gunsmoke, The Big Valley, uh, The High Chaparral. Now, if, if you're not familiar with some of these names, you may have to go and Google these terms, okay? <laughs> and there was another show that we watched, the, the guy, and again, the, the guy's name, the, 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 the cowboy's name in this particular TV episode, his name was Steve McQueen. Okay, so go figure, right? Uh, he's he already has instant credibility with me because he's a tough cowboy, and his name is Steve McQueen. So, yeah, and again, the name of the show was called Wanted, Dead or Alive, and in this cowboy uh, western uh, TV show, um, uh, you know, Steve McQueen, he was a a bounty hunter, and um, so his job was to find those those villains who were wanted dead or alive and yeah, again it was filmed back in the 50s and 60s so most of the time he was able to deliver them alive and in some cases they would be dead on the show but, but here's my whole point is that again the name of the show wanted dead or alive right and I also grew up at a time in the 80s where there was a song by I think Bon Jovi was the name of the group uh, that had a song that says I'm wanted Dead or alive is kind of a rock song, right? <laughs> and so, anyway, that statement, that word, stood out to me with the, you know, as far as preparing for this lesson today, this episode on podcast. Um, you know, to to share with you and I, um, what what would it look like if if you knew uh, the top five most wanted emotions? Okay, all of that to get to this point, right? Okay, so in other words, what would be the, the, the five most wanted emotions that people are looking for within a leader? Okay, now I'm going to give you, I'm, I'm going to give you five. Okay, now there's a possibility I may give you a bonus one, a sixth one. Okay, and uh, if you would like any more information on actually, you know, in, in all actuality with my empowerment mentoring program, there's actually a total of 10 of the uh, most wanted emotions. Okay. But if you're interested in, in more information about my empowerment mentoring program, feel free to send me an email at steve at steveadennis.com. Again, that is steve at steveadennis.com. And I can send you some more information about my empowerment mentoring program. But for now, let's talk about the five 
most wanted emotions, okay? Because again, my friend, if you and I can really take heed to these five most wanted emotions, they're going to help us to expand our leadership. Because you know as well as I do that there's nothing worse than following a leader who moans all the time, <laughs> okay? I mean, you really can't lead and moan at the same time. Okay, or a leader who is not really in tune with their emotions or a leader who, who, who allows their emotions to overwhelm and at the same time to get, you know, get to get the best of them. Okay, in other words, I know this for, for a fact from past experiences, there's nothing worse than working for an insecure leader who has major anger issues and also insecurity issues as well okay we'll talk more about that later on a, on a different episode but for now let's talk about being emotionally strong in the five most wanted emotions that again when you and i can embrace and have an awareness of these emotions i know without a doubt my friend it will help us and empower us to expand our leadership, to expand our influence, okay? I, I, and again, I, if, I, if I get the time later on, perhaps, I don't know, I just love sharing with you how this process was such a huge help with me in starting two other businesses, okay? Uh, I started two businesses uh, kind of back-to-back simply because of the fact that I wanted to become more emotionally strong and, and my first company helped me to literally get to a place to where I had to deal with a lot of issues with different people and personalities. But here's the good news. I must have passed a test. <laughs> okay. And what I mean by passing a test is because, you know, when you can go through a hard time and you go through a challenging time and come out on, a, come out on the other end, uh, still smiling and still standing and, and, and still motivated and encouraged to do something bigger and better with your influence, with your leadership. It's an indicator that you came out on the, on the other end victorious and not as a victim. Okay, so anyway, let's go ahead and dive in and uh, let me give you the top five. Number one, the first of the, 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 ten, the five most wanted emotions. Number one is friendliness and liking people friendliness and liking people. And this is important. This is important because again, as a leader, and when I'm talking about leadership, I'm talking about, you know, in any capacity, right? Parent, you know, executive, supervisor, manager, owner of the company, influence. Leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. John Maxwell says it this way, that everything rises and falls on leadership. And so friendliness and liking people is vitally important. It is a most wanted emotion. You're in the people business, <laughs> you know, as a parent. I know you have to be mom or dad, but you're in the people business. You're raising people. 
who happen to be your children, right? And, <laughs> and take it from me, it doesn't stop after they turn 18. You, you just kind of shift roles with them after they're considered to be adults. And then later on, the grandkids come and guess what you're doing again? You're, you're still activating and implementing your influence even with your grandkids as well. Okay. Number one, again, is friendliness and liking people is the first most wanted emotion. The second one is high energy level, a high energy level. All right. That's the second most wanted emotion. And it's very important to have a high energy level. <laughs> OK, uh, <laughs> you know, again, make sure. To, in other words, always keep tabs on where you are energetically speaking. Because, again, a high energy level is an emotion that is most wanted from people by a leader to have high energy. It's needed to have high energy even in the midst of crisis. One of my favorite moments as an adult uh, in our country um, for me personally was during the time of uh, un the unfortunate event of 9-11. But I saw, I remember watching our president, George Bush at the time, with high energy as he addressed the nation. And I can, I can still hear his words to this very day. That's been over 20 years ago now at the time of this recording. Uh, but I can still hear his words when he said that, you know, you know he went out uh, and got right among the people uh, in New York, in that, in that city, in, in the New York area. And he literally said that, you know, who's ever responsible for this? Uh, we're going to take care of it. In other words, he was giving us hope that what had happened on U.S. soil was going to be dealt with and handled uh, by Americans. Okay, we're, in other words, <laughs> you know, you're going to be held responsible for uh, what you've done to our, in, our, in, our, in our country. And, and the part I love about it is simply this, is that as a leader, he exhibited high energy okay high, high energy level okay so anyway number two is high energy level and and and, and then number three i love number three number three is so vitally important uh, and, and we all can benefit from number three uh, number three is very simply confidence and optimism confidence and optimism is as another most wanted emotion uh, for a leader. In other words, leader, uh, you know, uh, again, the top five most wanted emotions, uh, friendliness and liking people, high energy level and confidence and optimism. It's good to have a confident leader. It's good to have a leader who is optimistic that can look at a crisis or an adversity and still remain optimistic that we're going to get through this. This is not the end. There's an answer somewhere waiting on us to find. And once we find that answer, we're coming up out of this heap that we're in and we're going to be on top again. OK, optimistic. OK, so again, another most wanted emotion. I love that. OK, and so number number four, number four. I love number four as well. I, I, I guess you can tell I just love all five of these. OK, but number four happens to be relaxed alertness and concentration relaxed alertness and concentration so important that relaxed alertness and concentration happens to be 
uh, one of the emotions that is most wanted as a leader. It's, it's most wanted, okay? That even when you're dealing with trying times, even when you're dealing with challenging times, do you have a relaxed alertness that also gives you that ability and capacity to concentrate on your next step? Oh my goodness. So vitally important. <laughs> okay. And again, just food for thought. I remember being a young leader as far as a young parent raising young children in my early 20s. I remember moments and times where the, the finances were low. And some, in some cases, we had more going out than we had coming in. And I remember you know, <laughs> dealing with the stress and dealing with the agony of trying to figure out how we're going to move forward as a family. And I didn't really have an awareness of this most wanted emotion of being, you know, again, relaxed, alertness and concentration. But I remember kind of just stepping into it without having an awareness of it and recognizing that when you can be more relaxed with your alertness and and have a focus on your concentration, you can recognize more clearly what the next step is. Here's what I know. That if I'm not in that state of being relax, having relaxed alertness and concentration, I'm gonna I'm gonna be loaded and filled with a lot of agony, a lot of worry, and 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 those emotions basically for the most part will cause me to not have the proper alertness or concentration that's needed. I love it, my friend, when you and I can go from confusion to more clarity. And it's vitally important. And that's why I declare, I believe without a doubt, that relaxed alertness and concentration is another one of those most wanted emotions. Okay. All right. Here we go. And the fifth one, the fifth one here today is a simple one, but at the same time so profound. And that fifth most wanted emotion that we need to have as leaders to expand our leadership is a feeling of wanting to help, a feeling of wanting to help people and to be of service. It'll help us, okay? It, it will expand our leadership. A, having the emotion, that most wanted emotion of, of having a feeling of wanting to help people and to be of service. How can I be of service? Are some good questions you can ask yourself. Uh, that uh, under under number five here that will help to expand your leadership. How can I be of service? How can I add value to you? You probably heard me sh share this before on another platform, but I want to share it with you again because it bears to be repeated. And that is to recognize that people, your people, your family, the people that you're influencing, my friend, even the people who you will influence that you may not even know of right now, they're always asking these three questions of your leadership. And this is why expanding leadership is so vitally important because no matter where I go, no matter who I'm around as a leader, these three questions people are always asking of us. Number one, do you care for me? If you're taking notes, I would, I would strongly advise you to write that one down. Do you care for me? Number two, number two, can I trust you? Do you care for me, number one? Number two, can I trust you? And number three, can you really help me? 
can you help me? Okay. I, recently, I was um, at the chiropractor's office and um, <laughs> just kind of funny situation. I was, you know, talking. Uh, I had an appointment last week and um, got to talking with the, uh, the receptionist who happens to be the wife of my chiropractor. And we were talking and just having a good time discussing things and that kind of thing. I was letting them know how much I appreciate their service. And they had given me my next appointment and I walked out and did not write it down. So I went back three days later, went back to the office to, I was in that city and went back to, um, <laughs> just kind of jokingly, I walked in and I said, okay, I'm having a senior moment. We were talking and uh, the last time I was here and I did not get my appointment card. I, and I know I can put it on my phone, and but I, you know, again, at my age and the phone is not the first thing that comes to my mind. I'm still that old timey guy who likes to write it down on a card. Okay, and so we had a big laugh out of that. And all of a sudden, there was another client who was inside of the uh, the room waiting to be seen by the doctor. And I didn't know him at all. And he but he all of a sudden he called my name. Hey, you're Steve Dennis. And I said, yes. How you doing? He said, hey, I'm so and so. He gave me his name. He said, I actually heard you. I heard you speak about a year and a half ago. And he said, man, I still remember some of the things that you talked about. I said, wow, thank you so very much for being a part of my body of work. And, and then he asked me, he said, you know, could you, you know, my, my business is a little different than um, the normal type of business, but I would love, love, love to have you to come in and to, uh, to share some leadership principles with my team. And I said to him, I would be honored to do that. Just let me know when we can get that set up and uh, it would be my, my, my honor and my joy. He's, oh, he's most certainly, he's, I, I'm so glad I ran into you today because seeing you today was a reminder for me that I need to get you in to talk to my team. My whole point is this, my friend. I did not recognize him. Uh, the group that the time that he's talking about that I spoke was probably 300 people in, that, in the room that day. And uh, I had no idea that he was there, but he recognized me. And, and, and again, here's my point is that your, your life, your leadership is always in that state where people are asking the questions about you. Uh, can I really trust you? Can you help me and do you care for me do you care enough for me that i can put my trust in you and can i put my trust in you knowing that you're able that you would be willing to help me so again my friends those questions along with those ten, those five most wanted emotions i have no doubt that they will help you and i to expand our leadership, to expand our influence, to expand our information, and last but not least, to expand your impact. And I believe that other people's lives will be impacted greatly by you as you continue to expand your leadership. This is Steve Dennis. I've enjoyed my time with you today, and I will look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Be well. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to visit the website at www.steveadennis.com. You can follow on Facebook and Instagram. Please subscribe to the podcast via Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify at stevedennis1.podbean.com. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Thank you so much for listening. See you on the next episode.